I'm surprised that title fits on that little page you made. I had, I had to scooch it up because I was like, this is the longest title. I wonder if it is the longest title in is. the entire series. I can't think of one that's Somebody. longer. Yeah. Uh, why imagine. so many words? Very important. Mm. I, I think it's trying to demonstrate their wordiness. <laughs> Good morning. Pompous wordiness. Hello. Oh, Little Winnie is puppy. on my lap, of course. Yes, you what can kind of see him. Little puppy you can kind of see behind the mic. <laughs> yeah. How has your week been? As you know, very busy. Oh yeah, you wrapped up everything. I, yeah, I had two finals, a ton of grading, yeah, and then sort of the overall. I mean, you're very familiar, but there's a lot of bookkeeping that goes into like yeah. closing the semester. <laughs> So not only yep. the exams, but then just the overall grades and emails and chaos. Yeah. End of semester is my least favorite time, but it's also my most favorite time because then I it's like yes. the, you're on it's break. It's an easy finish line. You it's don't a have true to do anything. Line. We can yeah. binge Netflix all day if we want to. I <laughs> want to go see Knives Out. Yes. Glass, Glass Onion. Onion. Yeah. I really want to see that. Yeah. So we're probably we'll we, we were hoping it was coming us. to the theater right next to us, but yeah, because we haven't gone there yet. Yeah, but it is not. Um, we yeah. also I, so I was ahead. I was really working diligently again, as you know, <laughs> not only this week but last week. So I was like really up on my stuff. So we did manage to um, have a nice night out. We checked out a bunch of new places. Yep. We also went to First Friday last Friday. Yeah. We did. Did we not have the podcast last We did. Week? No, we, we talked did. about we it because I talked about okay. the profs play and Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. right. Of yes. course. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. Every week we've been podcasting, except for the week we went to Albuquerque. My parents. Oh so, no, even yeah. when my parents yes. were here, we did it. Yeah, yeah that's right. They we were like, we're podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, and we'll see. I I mean, I don't I don't know. I guess I didn't check the rest of December. I don't know if we'll do Oh, like Christmas. what day things fall on? Yeah. Maybe we'll just do something fun and schedule it differently or something. Yeah, I really want... And so, okay, yesterday I streamed on Twitch for the first time in like a month, and uh, I played Baldur's Gate 3. You love that game so I much. I love it. I um, I'm, can't wait till it comes out. I know I was joking, but I'm kind of serious. I want to be a part-time Baldur's Gate 3 streamer in I, August. <laughs> I don't think you should be joking. August is almost... What is that? Six months later, it's, so... yeah. So it'll be a good time to just add a little variety, yeah. some spice. Well, also Breath of the Wild is June, right? No, I think She'll, it's May. It's an M oh, month. May, it's May, either May, March okay. or May. I feel like it's May because I don't think it's super close to Hogwarts Legacy. Mm. I think there's a buffer. So I think it's three May. months, three months. I mean, you really, <laughs> really love Baldur's Gate. I'll yeah. play with you. You can stream, but I'll sit over there and play. Well, I did order the collector's edition for Baldur's Gate 3. So now you, you will have a game key eventually, but we'll you won't have, have it see. until August. Maybe we can pull Vin in again. We'll yeah. just stream on Wizard PhD, but we'll yeah. get the Vinster in here. <laughs> Vin. Um, we can bring Jared too, but he'll make us all look bad. So <laughs> well, let's start with just Vin. He's more our pace. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I I played it because, well, a couple things is like, people are like, when are you going to stream on Twitch again? And I'm like, well, I'm supposed to be streaming every Friday, but every Friday something happens. So then I don't stream on Friday. So by something happens, are you meaning it's like released by the game? It's always like patron night or oh, we had family visiting and then it was Thanksgiving yeah. and it was just like, yeah. okay, I couldn't do Fridays anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or but at least for a month. 
Yeah. Then I was like, I want to do. Especially at the new year, Friday becomes more of a normal day. I want to do 12 days of streaming. So I might do it on Twitch, actually, because I have games. So I started playing also Horizon Zero Dawn. Half and half. All of these things, uh, I was inspired by the Game Awards on Thursday because, um, so Hogwarts Legacy did not win most anticipated game, but it's okay because Breath of the Wild 2 won, and I have been waiting for that game forever. Yeah, it was Since before Hogwarts Legacy. It was (laughs) always going to be that. Yeah. Because this would be equivalent of like, if Hogwarts Legacy absolutely crushes and then they put out a second one well like five years later then yes, people would be yes, extremely yes. highly anticipated well also 90 percent of the vote went to the jury panel right so right 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 right. it's gonna be people they like trust in what's gonna be it was nominated last year so was Starfield. i know you know so <laughs> that was funny when you told uh, me that yeah, yeah it's it's literally I, we don't know anything about it but as you reminded me uh, nintendo does that where it's just like here you go. <laughs> Not only did I remind you, I I was saying that I think mm. that's the that is the correct read of the hype landscape mm. at this point. I personally well, think that Hogwarts have, Legacy is sharing too much. When you have an established franchise like Zelda, I don't though, agree. I, I know what you're saying. You know, saying. Harry Potter video games are not like really a thing that yeah. have ever existed besides like a replaying of Harry's story. You know? Playing games, the games that really stick with people, people uh-huh. develop memories. Yeah. And so you have to allow people, but memories while they're playing, not memories from the trailer. So in my opinion, I showing see. the common rooms was a mistake. It shouldn't have been shown. Like it's something that people should experience playing the game for the first time, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Hot take Obviously from Orange not Well, this is why I don't think that they'll show us the Black Lake. If we can go swimming, if we can dive into the lake, then I don't think they'll show it to us because I, well, imagining that my expectations are really high for it. I mean, what if there's you a know? dungeon? That would be cool. So. Pop some gillyweed. <laughs> Where's Neville? We, we need a gillyweed dealer. Yeah. I, I feel like. In game. Oh my gosh. I feel like there's a possibility that in retrospect, what I'm saying won't make any sense because they actually are hiding a, a majority of I the imagine sort of cool things from us. Yeah. And the common rooms were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. They're they're going to give it away because how quickly is it just going to be all over the internet anyway? And like, it doesn't, doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. Uh, but well, you still need to market the game. Like- as you know, one of the things, yes, you do. You do. One of the things I said was, I hope that what they're showing us, that they're not showing us a lot of things of the same quality. Yeah. Like, because it looks great. And I'm yeah. just hoping, hoping that they're not carving out the top 10% of locations and showing them to us in the trailers. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, we haven't even seen a lot of the stuff that in the concept art. I mean, we're starting to see more of it. Like of the behind the scenes, there's like a whole, I mean, granted, some of it is more like very conceptual, like that thing with the Tundra Gate, Tundra Gate. Mm-hmm. He couldn't think of the name um, where it's just like, whoa. Yeah. Like I'm now I'm imagining concentric circles and like these little these little puzzles like line up somehow in some glorious fashion. But um, yeah, and that's that's the you Merlin. Know, speaking the of, there's an interesting conversation that's been <laughs> happening that I know you've been a part of a little bit too, which is the use of the map to sort of that the map shows hidden spaces and locations. 
like if there's a hidden thing behind that bookcase and you're looking at the mini map, there's like a little room there. So you can see that there's a secret spot back there. Um, I'm wondering how it's going to be. Have you already been there and then it discovers it or whatnot? It's interesting. Or is the map just like so powerful that it knows everything? Yeah, in Baldur's Gate, and I believe, y'all can correct me for those of y'all who have played Breath of the Wild uh, more recently than me, because I feel like my memories, once I like get that deep into a game, I don't remember what the beginning was, you know? So I feel like Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild, Wild, it also was like uncovering the, the regions as you go. Like when you discovered a new area, didn't like on your map, the big map, didn't it kind of, were mm-hmm. some of them kind the of covered? Map, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. we don't really get like tiny maps in that game. I guess you can zoom in and see some stuff, but there's not really like hidden stuff. It's just the shrine has some stuff that you can go into, but it's not like secret compartments yeah. and whatever. No, we'll see, we'll see. Know. But it'll be interesting one way or the other. Like either you'll know there's a secret thing and you have to figure it out or you don't even know and you just have to like try a bunch of things everywhere, which yeah. is my, I mean, that's my preference. I would love to just be <laughs> firing spells Crucio uh, every, every door. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crucio lock. And my favorite, like, whatever my initial reaction to that video, the Sebastian Stark legacy was, why are we embodying that, or embodying, I can't even say that word. Why are we casting Avada on the door? But, you know, just cast some unforgivable lock. curses. Yeah. 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 And who needs Alohomora when you can just, just torture a door to open itself? Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so, but the Game Awards, uh, I enjoyed very much because it inspired me, again, to play some of the bigger titles that I have in my library, but I just haven't gotten around to playing. So Horizon Zero Dawn is one of those games, and I start, I finally got past the tutorial. Um, now I am, so in the beginning of the game, like the intro kind of to the game, you're a child. I won't tell you the story. You, well, I mean, it's not really spoilery. It's just you're a child and then you grow up. Uh, and when you're in the game, you're more it's of a, a teenage story. adult yeah. sort of thing. Uh, ultimately, there's this kind of like, I think the end of the game, you're like on this journey. So I'm in the part where there is a map now and I can explore. It's not tutorializing where the guy is teaching me how to do stuff. Um but I think the end of it, what's interesting to me is that this game seems to have a mystery question. And the question is, like, who is our mother? And uh, so then I was thinking about Hogwarts Legacy because I was like, oh, I have said before about this thing of, like, if we survive this thing. I know the obvious question seems to be, like, why ancient magic in us? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. that seems to be the thing. But I wonder if there's, like, other kind of mystery things involved or like big questions well, like yeah. that you know i hadn't really considered whether the story will be a mystery or not mm-hmm. or if it's more just like well it doesn't need to race. be yeah it doesn't need to be but mm-hmm. i feel like if it's going to model harry potter stories but it's like our hogwarts like see there's probably there some sort mystery. of mystery is snape bad, <laughs> yeah, <it's> snape <laughs> bad yeah. but that leads us to i guess our uh hogwarts legacy lore So uh, I had a really tough time with the clues, but I was happy once somebody finally guessed this on Discord because I was like, I don't know, I'm maybe we can think of alternative clues I could have given. But the first clue I gave was preserved. Mm -hmm. Uh, Second was shriveled. Mm -hmm. 
So I saw some, uh, you know, the little, what's the name Trouble of the night thing. bus uh, head thing? Oh, yeah. That thing? Larry. That's uh, yeah. Larry. I can't remember. Larry. Um, no, um, I, I was expecting that to come up as the guess, and it did. But the last clue was uh, severed. Severed. So I was trying to think. So the answer is hand of glory. Yeah. But like I wanted to, I wanted to point to hand, but I was like, I don't know. I could have also given dark as a clue, but that doesn't yep. really yep. give you any direction. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was a tough one for me like to illumination or like yeah. Mm -hmm. But so with the hand of glory, though, like my memory of it, so I had to like look up stuff. To actually, and I I know that we and we'll get to into this um, have discovered or been made aware that it's a real thing that exists. Thanks mm -hmm. to Oven Ready, is talking about the hand of glory that someone in his family had. I don't know, um, but wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but mm -hmm. I my memory of it is my memory of the Harry Potter series is very very dominated by I think visual media always dominates my memory of things. Mm -hmm. So it's always like. Morgan and Burke, she got the hand, it grabs Harry and makes that dark sound where it's just is like... Is that the hand of glory? That is the hand of okay. glory. Yeah. So let's, yeah, let's, let, let's it, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, give let's, me it. Let's give, talk about it. What, so what, do you, what do you got? That, that happens in the, the film adaptation. It's old, shrunken, lying on a cushion in Morgan and Burke's. It's also when Malfoy is like, can I buy this or can I get yeah, this or right. whatever? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is great uh, foreshadowing. Yeah. Yes. Chekhov's, Chekhov's yeah. Hand of Glory. <laughs> so best friend of thieves and plunderers. Mm -hmm. A Hand of Glory is a shriveled up hand that gives light only to the one who holds it, even in complete darkness. That was the entry in Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which mm -hmm. I got that image from, which is on the thumbnail. Um, it says a Hand of Glory. Which makes so me wonder if there's more than one. I could see it. You know? I could see there being more than one. I mean, Draco gets one. He ends up getting one. Probably that one. Well, the, I think he goes back to Borkin and Burks and yeah. gets Well, because that's one. where the vanishing cabinet is. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we also have in Lego Harry Potter, if you play Lego Harry Potter years one through four, um, Harry, because we're, again, it's Harry just reliving his Where are life you in, that in Lego game? Harry Potter. I'm on five, book You're five. On five. Yeah. yeah, I'm right. Yeah, where am I exactly? Uh, this chapter. <laughs> no, oh, I I'm with Snape, and we're practicing uh, legitimacy, and it was kind of cool how they did it in Lego Harry Potter. You kind of revisit the first scene that you start the game on, and everything's grayscale, and then you do these little things, and so it kind of flashes in different scenes. Mm. Um, some of which aren't in the intro to the game, but Snape is kind of directing your attention and you have to like find something and it leads you to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. And I think that's where I ended Lego Harry Potter. Do you think there's going to be a legitimacy in the game? We talked about this. I don't know. At times. I mean, I feel like it seems pretty intense to have... Because but other games do sort thing. of thought reading where you you don't get everything. You just get like if you roll right. Well, you no, get but something. we've also talked about if we have stuff like if we if we have magic, don't the baddies also have magic too? Yeah, you everyone know? has magic. So, <laughs> I'm not expecting too I, many muggles. Yeah. So I mean, I maybe. Oh, I know you don't want to go, maybe? buddy. 
But in Lego Harry Potter, in that game, the way they did it is that Harry goes up to the hand of glory and it like pulls off Harry's Lego hand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> and spits it out. <laughs> uh, and then there's also Fantastic. console versions of the video game adaptation for Chamber of Secrets. Uh, the hand of glory releases a shockwave when it senses movement. I, I brought those in because if we do encounter a hand of glory in the game, in Hogwarts Legacy, a shockwave. What could we? Well, I it don't senses know. movement. This is what I'm saying. Like I don't, you know, there's like the mechanical things mm. where it's like we're just gonna make something happen, like pull off Harry's Lego arm or do a shockwave of something. I don't know exactly how it connects to what hands of glories do. Is hands the, of glory. Is, is that the plural? Hands of glory. Hands of glory. Yeah. <laughs> hands of glories. Um, or if it's all a proper name, it might just be hand of glories. Like, uh, what's that thing? The attorney, attorney general. general. Yeah. <laughs> hands of glory sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hands yeah. of glory is just really good clapping. It sounds like blades of glory, which I'm a little <laughs> like. Yes, Hands of Glory is just clapping at an ice skating Excellent competition. <laughs> We're going to blend it. Good triple axle. Yeah. I mean, if if Hand of Glory is a thing it, yes. that exists in the wizarding world, at least like from the stories we've seen, yes. and it seems that it's a it speaks to a broader lore thing that's outside of Harry Potter in the wizarding world. Right. It's possible that we could see a hand of glory. I don't know yeah. what use. I, I think it's possible. We, I guess we could use it. If you can Maybe create it's darkness, you can. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Is that when in our my thought process leading up to today, I was like, oh, it could be in our tool belt from tool last belt. week's conversation. <laughs> that I actually, fit. even when we pulled it, yeah, last week I was like, oh yeah, it kind of fits like what we just talked about. Like it's one of those utility items. Yeah, I feel like most of the in artifacts that belt. are in our utility belt in our list could be just be like classified as a tool, just a possible tool for us to use. I don't know or spells. <laughs> I don't remember what I've, what all is in there, so it's a little game for me. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Yeah, uh, the hand of glory in the broader yeah. lore is a magical instrument that is described as a severed and preserved human hand. I was real creative with the clues here. Yeah. <laughs> so you have like this candle and the candle illuminates right. for the person who, I don't know if you have to like own it or it's, if it, it is just, specifically only for the person holding it. That's the claim. It says that, oh, there's lots of stuff in here. Um, hmm. Gives light to the to only to the one who holds it. But I'm like, but can't I just like hot potato toss you the hand of glory? Would just like extinguish the flame? I don't. It says only to the one who holds. Well, oh, maybe it's just for you. Yeah, yeah. And like, I can't see. Right. And you can see. Right. That's how that's how the oh. one in Harry Potter works too. Is that what you did? Not no, I didn't understand because it's a hand. It it's, gives... a, it's a mummy hand. Yeah, I don't it's... understand how it works. Well, apparently it comes from this. Yeah. <laughs> Except in the wizarding world, it's even stranger because there's no candle in it, as far as I could tell, right? It's just a, it's just no. A you hand. place a hand, a candle in the well, hand. in the in the Harry Potter too. Yeah, you place a candle. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, apparently, because okay, it. Okay, I think that's okay, how okay, Draco. Okay, 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 okay. I get it. Used, I, get I don't know. We're we're coming. I'm not here. sure. I don't uh -huh. know. Uh, but 
also, uh, according to like the what Draco did, because mm-hmm. he put Peruvian instant darkness powder. Well, he throws that. Yeah. He makes it dark and then he has the hand of glory. Yeah. Yes. So that would make sense because then, then it would just hands him. with all the other Death Eaters. <laughs> he holds hands. Yeah. They do. They hold Kumbaya. on to each other. No, oh, it's like a um, conga line. Conga. <laughs> They're just dancing. The Death Eater dance. And Bellatrix is just like, Crucio, 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 <laughs> Crucio, all directions. Yeah, it's like the disco, but it's like, just Crucio. Yeah. Okay, this is getting out of hand. But the various powers ascribed to a hand of glory. Mm-hmm. The ability to immobilize anyone who looks at it. Wow, this thing oh, is Oh, sorry. So this is the broader lore. This is like yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing, the hand of glory that exists outside of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, unlock any door it comes across. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this is why the thieves and plunderers, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, you can, yes. I don't know. Yes. Also, like, is it that you just look at it and you're petrified? Or does it like stab your eye it out? Petrifies or, I don't know. No, because it says immobilize oh, anyone okay, yeah, who right. looks at okay. it. How does that work? It's a hand. I don't know. Maybe that's where the shock waves come from in that other game is that they're like, oh, how do we immobilize someone? We'll just send a shock wave. Uh, we also have it was traditionally used by thieves. It allowed them to see in otherwise total darkness, open locked doors, immobilize guards. Um and then it says that there are myths surrounding the making of a hand of glory. Mm-hmm. And so supposedly it's a hand that is from an executed criminal. It says in parentheses, usually by hanging. I don't know why I need that detail, but uh, most often. Not trying and quartering. <laughs> but not you Dexter. Know, pull off their arm. <laughs> most often the criminal is a murderer or other serious felon. Other myths say that a hanged man's blood is necessary to the recipe or that his body fat is used to make the candle that is uh, used to illuminate from the hand of glory. Wow. There's a lot there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can we make a hand of glory in Hogwarts Legacy? Am I going I that direction? Say in real life. No. No. Ew. Kinzo. No, Kins. <laughs> Please don't draw and corner oh me. Oh my gosh. Uh yes. Good. Good. I think it's possible, depending on what we draw, we may redraw for this next week. Yeah. Because we've had some similar <laughs> They're all tools. Doxa says, I mean in here. <laughs> well, okay, I will say if there is a hand of glory in I, the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think we'll go to Borgen and Burks unless Sebastian has some secret portal to die, to uh, Nocturne Alley that we can go to. It might be in Salazar's tomb. I don't know. Are we going to Slytherin's tomb for sure? That's what I'm calling it. Wow. Called the shot. <laughs> Babe Ruth it. All right. Okay. Next week, we do a different one. No, that's good. Okay, okay. okay. In my opinion. It, Jeff's opinion says that it is good. It's different. Next week. Yeah. It is different. Yeah. That's all I need. Give, give me different <laughs> no. different avenues to is talk it a about. Because I guess we'll find out next week. Yeah. Okay. On. Magical theories. <laughs> ready. One ready. ready. Turn to page 98. The noble and most ancient house of black. Mm. Today's lesson is called The War at Home. The chapter begins with the kids going to bed after the revelation of Voldemort's seeking a weapon. In the morning, 
They join Molly and Sirius in battling a doxy infestation. Harry meets Creature, the Black family house elf, and Sirius and Harry ponder the Black family tapestry. Sirius bemoans the fact he is stuck in this house that he hates. Finally, Harry learns that Dumbledore came through last night without stopping in to see him. I was trying to remember in Minecraft the the Harry Potter version that I have. Oh, okay. um, uh, we I go to the burrow, I believe, and mm. I'm trying to help. I I for a second I was like, oh my gosh, was I capturing doxies? And I didn't remember that. No, it was it was the gnome infestation, well, and they started eating. Okay, me, first of all. Me. It's called Doxy Side. I wrote that's the first thing, one of the first things that I wrote down. I wrote down some other stuff before. But it that. doesn't appear to kill them. No, it just paralyzes right. them. So but it's a bit of a misnomer. It is. When I first read that, I was like, I am going to Google this immediately because I had some concerns with Molly at that just moment in time. Insecticide. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's just like paralyzed so that you can remove them. And I don't know what no, they're planning old on. Fred and George doing? just taking some venom or whatever. What whatever are they going to do with them next? Well, Do that's you, that's I don't know. They just toss them in the garbage. Do you eat doxies? I, I don't well, know. Well, when they not, when they become not paralyzed, or are they just permanently paralyzed? Well, they did say something like <laughs> we're going to take them out, and they're just like, okay, we're never going to come back again. Yeah. So it was weird because the doxies like. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I, I was thinking. Similar things. I was like, do do you like take them somewhere else? Do you like? transplant them to a, a new home yeah <laughs> right next door there's a doxy haven yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know i'm not sure i d yeah i did write that down because i was like okay that's that's cool i guess but there's also doxy eggs too Fre yeah. so fred and george are just like they is that what they're taking i can't remember they so take, they took they, they took pocketed all, all some doxies already uh, true doxies but yeah. they were at crookshanks was like kind of sniffing at the eggs that were there uh because they weren't hatched yet right. and so then they were kind of like okay we'll deal with this i love after. the uh who are your experiment who are you experimenting on and they're like oh we take turns yeah. <laughs> us <laughs> Sign yeah. up for a clinical trial. No. I'm good. It could have been way darker. It'd be like, oh yeah, creature or something. Oh you know? my gosh. No, no, no. Yeah. So they experiment. I love the uh, puking pastilles too. Like, yeah. Where it's not, it's not to the final form, so it's mm -hmm. not working. They're like, yeah, you know, you can't, you can't eat the part that makes you stop puking because like you're just so sick. Yeah, yeah. I don't you know. Just There's something back a little bit. really hilarious about all of that. And it's, well, it's, it's funny because realistic and it's magic. So they have an idea, but also nobody's ever done this before. So they're basically like wizard. No, they're inventors. Si inventors. I would yeah. say scientists because you're kind of like you're trying to explore like certain things, but we don't know how these things interact with each other just yet, at least with like actual bodies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I mean, even to connect their their personality is extremely on entrepreneurial and and kind of in a Hagrid ish way, they have the ability to like see and find interest in things that people around them don't even know about. I mean, even the Peruvian darkness powder, like when that comes around, I believe they they import it, mm. but, but somehow they're aware of it, which I just yeah. find very interesting. Yeah, magical too engineers me, or inventors. I, I would be too scared that like we made some like new toxin no, it's, that we consume. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. I've thought about that too. Yeah. 
They must hey. also practice all these healing spells. They're probably pretty good healers. Of course, yeah. they've also probably injured themselves a bunch, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I so the the very first. Well, actually, no. I want to go with the tiny thing that I wrote down first, then I'll go to the bigger thing again, which we kind of talked about last week. But um, Mrs. Black is screaming because the doorbell keeps ringing, mm-hmm. and this sounds really bad. But can't they just like destroy the portrait? <laughs> can't they kill so, the portrait, yeah. or is it gonna harm her? Or just cost, <laughs> cast a permanent silencing, silencing charm? Spell, you yeah. know, I mean, there's probably some sort of magical guard on it or something. But I'm just like, I don't know. Take like a dagger and just yeah, problem solved. I agree. You don't even like her. There must be some I reason, agree. some magical force field that is preventing. The destruction of that portrait. They mentioned the unbreakable vow. (laughs) (laughs) Who made the vow? If you look at it, oh yeah, (laughs) look at it. It's an instant unbreakable vow. Yes, because we can do that. Yes, we can. Oh my gosh, we can. (laughs) We can, and we do. So I, the thing that I was frustrated by, and I think I'm still, I'm going to be continually frustrated. I have been frustrated by this the entire series about like how the adults and the kids interact but i think even more so because this is this is not like this is something that is like directly involving these people these Mm -hmm. children these teenagers whatever label you want to put on them i um so the thing that stood out to me was when so molly sends them to bed and then right at the beginning at the very beginning and then Fred and George come in and they're talking and whatever. Ron says something like, I think it's Ron. It might be Fred or George, but I I thought I in my brain I was thinking it was Ron saying like, oh, she doesn't trust us. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is that this is just an endless cycle of the the adults, primarily Molly in this situation, but I'm going to talk about Molly in more than one instance. One is that Molly is this, the main person that's like, don't tell them anything, like, don't even be talking, I'm going to eavesdrop on you, I'm going to put my ear to the door and spy on you and all this stuff. And like, of course, the kids aren't oblivious to that. And they're like, oh, she doesn't trust us. Therefore, we're not going to tell her that we're talking about this, or we're not going to like, confide in any adult about anything that we do on our own. And it's just this cycle of like, if you're trying to like, prevent something that like, you can't do it, you can't clamp it down. And then you have this layer of like, well, I can't trust you. So I'm not gonna or you don't, there's no trust here. So why would I come to you, even if they did need need help, even though they don't, at this point, seem to need help at all? Well, I think a lot of a lot of it is like this expectation of somebody being perfect. And that if they can't be perfect, then you can't include them. So they can't, like, you can't put them in a position to make a mistake by telling them something that you know, it's difficult to process or put you in this position of having a secret, an important secret. Do you understand the proportions of all of it? You know, I I don't know. But this plays out with Fred and George's shock as well of Molly's expectations that this is like not a suitable thing for them. I guess my overall thing is like, I'm not saying like put the weight of the world's problems on kids but like if it's something to process, it's better to process together than to be like, no, not not allowed. No talking, no like not even talking about stuff that they can't even talk about. Like that that's the thing that I think I get 
super frustrated by. Because then it just like, it's just the pattern of like, okay, well, why eventually everyone works together in the end, but it's just very painful to get to that part where, in the end, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's very painful. Yeah. I mean, even the Fred and George side and trajectory is just really interesting. It's a very realistic, it's a classic sort of trope that we know about of like pursuing a profession that your parents don't understand yeah and therefore like why, why don't you just do something that is already exists right? yeah it's and hard to understand it's good for them because they make it work but like i you know you can't go back and change things like but can you imagine if they did have support you know and also on the other side of it of how many other witches and wizards might be like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I did this thing that's like a non-traditional career or started my own thing, but were more, you know, pulled towards like, just go, this is your path sort of thing. Like, mm -hmm. it's, I don't know. It's tricky and it mirrors thing dynamics that exist outside of the wizarding world, it of does. course. But it does. Yeah, and then you have Sirius floating around here too. I mean, Sirius is so oh, Sirius. depressed and depressing. And it's totally understandable. I mean, kind of throw it away. It was like where his his hiding gets, like the way he hides by being uh, the Grim. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Has now been apparently debunked. I mean, it feels a little eh, eh to me. It's like I don't know. He could still be a dog. Like they're not gonna <laughs> know every dog is. Is serious. He could he could definitely be out in public. I, yeah. Obviously, like if he's next to Harry, it's obvious. But if he's just a dog on the streets, it's not obvious. Yeah. Well, it's all things. So basically, it's kind of like there. It's a forced lockdown. Or I mean, put it this way: McGonagall is a registered animagus. Yeah. But she could hide as a cat, and somebody wouldn't know it's her. Yeah. But they don't even let Hedwig or Pig or Buckbeak. A giant hippogriff is just in the room, in the house, and I don't imagine that they let Buckbeak out and flapping the wings and stretching the wings out. Like, it's a it's a tough... Um, no. The the level of, like, it's a, it's lockdown that they have is, yeah, it's very much like, this is... And it's not even a nice place. You have doxies no. everywhere. <laughs> no, it has horrible memories. And, and a grumpy uh, house elf that hates yeah. everyone because... I thought Harry's immediate recognition his empathy really strikes mm. when Sirius says the line about that. He can't believe he's in this house again. And Harry was like, he totally understood. <laughs> like he can imagine being an adult and being stuck in privet drive again. Yeah. Little whinging. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, it just is like, I don't know. To me, it's a, it's a weak part of the story. I don't really get why he has to be there. Why does Sirius, Sirius. have to be there? Uh -huh. I understand that people are asking him to and that it's dangerous, but all of the previous year, I mean, he even talks about it, like being free and riding Buckbeak and all this. And like, now he can't do that. And I'm like, well, why? What changed? I don't understand what changed. Well, I, now, I know they told. So now his secret is out, but. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but also, Voldemort, so if you're thinking, so Voldemort, I mean Voldemort, oh my God, Dumbledore is like the- Voldemort's like, serious, don't go outside. <laughs> no, don't, 
Dumbledore is like the the master Puppet chess master. Uh, maneuverer where it's like, it seems like any possible avenue through which Voldemort can use to get to Harry, he's going to try to clamp down. Yeah. And we see this later in the yeah. book. Every time I told Jeff this morning, every time I read like any Harry serious interaction, I'm just so sad because I'm like, oh, my God, your days are numbered. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, you know, like the, you know, using Sirius to get to Harry somehow, like there's there's a lot of Dumbledore, I think, is being overly cautious. Because well, he's right. Of... I mean, Sirius is used to get Harry out. Yeah. And into a dangerous so place. So it's better but... to have Sirius locked down for that reason and also so yeah. Sirius doesn't go try I don't know that Sirius would do this but go to try to chase down Voldy. I don't know. Ooh. Solo. Wow. Solo style just like try to go Avada him. I'm not sure. <laughs> the troll umbrella stand and why don't they just toss it out? Every time Oh no, it's it is isn't it meant to be a security for for Tonks? So. Just yeah. for Tonks. <laughs> I think it must be, yeah. Because <laughs> she keeps tripping on it, like, every every time. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting chapter because, you know, we get all this background and we're really setting up Sirius for something. We get a lot of information. Well, I mean, that's the name of the chapter is the House of Black. We get a lot more. I brought up the tapestry last week, but it was actually mentioned this week, like, the thing yeah. on it and, like, who's on it, who was burned off. Um Sirius is related to everyone. Why is that? Oh, because of the His pure blood cousin thing. or whatever, Melifula, who wanted to oh write the law to legalize muggle hunting. Yeah. These people are like, absolutely ridiculous. What? We have a Phineas Nigelis Black mention as the least popular yes. headmaster. I thought the most interesting part of that was kind of taking the zoomed out lens a little bit of like his parents not being Voldemort supporters, but kind of being yeah. Voldemort supporters. Oh, man. It's that is also yeah. a very realistic positioning of humans where they're like, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. like you kind of have a foot in both worlds and it it feels bad. It feels like mm -hmm. you undercut any sort of high ground that you might think you're keeping by not backing this person vocally but they yeah. you know they give money to causes and they like clearly support it and they yeah. are happy that their other son goes and joins him it's like i don't know yeah i think it was kind of the most honest like and succinct description of because harry was kind of like what and he's like yeah i mean lots of people held these sentiments and it's something it's one of those things where it's kind of like you know you read things in history books and it's like oh people like or groups of people like rallied around particular causes that were like really terrible and you're like okay whatever but like having having that be sort of traced and more grounded in like a real person that you know and are talking to and, and series is telling you yeah people have these like anti-muggle sentiments and then stoked and yes and eventually like some people were like in over their heads when they realized what Voldemort was willing to do but that doesn't deny the fact that this sort of these sorts of discourses and not only supports exist you know that but regulus and specifically yeah it to have it be that close to to it it's so unique because 
you have one brother who、uh-huh. everyone thinks is evil, yeah, but is good、uh-huh. from our perspective, and then another brother who like everyone knows is evil was a Death Eater, but then like fights against it in an extremely noble way. And self-sacrificial way. It's just really interesting. It's really interesting to bring the two brothers closer together.、Mm. That they actually like, because then you see how it's two sides of the same coin. They're raised by the same parents. They're in、mm. the same house. They have the same influences. They're not that far from each other. They influence each other. And like somebody, you could see somebody like a little brother being pulled that way because they、mm. want the pride of the parents and. You know that maybe they feel a lot of pressure after Sirius basically disowns the family,、mm-hmm. and then like eventually when push comes to shove, he makes a brave decision, Regulus, and says, you know, enough. This person is is evil. Yeah, and yeah, it, you know. I mean, we see that a little. So in Fantastic Beast, that series with Grindelwald's、mm-hmm. like rise, like so it's it's this sort of like. There's a lot going on, and this、yeah. is like there's there's phenomenons like interest converges is one of them, but there's like there's more complicated dynamics when it comes to like a moment in time that has particular,、uh, I I don't even know like organizing structures of like so it's not that and we see this in present day it's not that like the. Muggle-born、uh, discrimination, or like,、uh, there's some like murmurs of it, like little remnants. Are you talking about、it. Wizards Unite? I'm talking about.、Uh, well, no, I'm talking about Harry Potter. So,、okay. like Hermione, like Hermione still gets like bullied, and it's not、yeah. to the extent of、yes. like, oh, we're going to. But it could be. Mur- it,、uh, the yes, idea yeah, is yeah. that it、there's、could the return. To, yes. yes, and that's why it's a constant struggle.、Mm-hmm. You know, you have to constantly fight. Not only other people's urges, but your own to be like, no, that that's wrong. And where is it coming from? And how do you、mm-hmm. break the cycles of kind of thought that、yeah. can be consuming? Because it's so it can be subtly embedded in so many aspects. Yeah, I mean, we even get in this. I think <clears throat> is it, it's the next book, right? Where no, no, no. I'm thinking about the statue in the ministry, and oh, yeah, it yeah. changes, right? So、yep. that must be the seventh. It's the seventh, the seventh where book, it's changed,、yeah. and like it's after you have the non-subtlety of it. Yes, <laughs> that the wizards are on top. Yeah, it, and it's but it's interesting because all it's not it's not as if the statue is the reality. It just reflects the openness of it.、Mm-hmm. But the earlier statue of like cooperation is much more aspirational,、mm-hmm. because you still have like. Huge discrep, huge disagreements between wizards and their counterparts, centaurs and goblins and、yeah. house elves. I、yep. mean, house elves are extremely relevant. I mean, SPEW spew is spew. is extremely relevant to this story of like how how things go unnoticed and unchanged for so long, and、yeah. then they're just assumed that like it's good that、yeah. the house elves just like it because it's、mm-hmm. been this way for so long. Yeah, they just like it. I think that one of the most fascinating interactions, also with that in this chapter, is with Creature and Hermione, because 
So Hermione's whole deal this entire time is like, oh, these poor little house elves, like, we, they need to be freed and all this stuff. And like, generally, everyone's nice to her, like, in terms of house elves, because they're the Hogwarts house elves. Like, that's who she encounters and Winky, I guess. Um, and Dobby's free at this point. So whatever. But then Creature is just super cruel to her. And she still is kind of like maintaining this position of like there's no sense in having a principle if yeah. once it's under stress you give it up it, but i think what i want what i'm wondering is like what is the processing in her mind of like is it that she's like bl blaming i guess for lack of a better word uh the discourses or like that sort of like oh he doesn't he doesn't know what he's saying he's just recirculating stuff like is like what is how is she making sense of that interaction that he has with her where he's like clearly uh, i think you're right you i know? think the the most charitable way i could read it is that he's never experienced a different version of yeah, the world yeah so he doesn't even know that such a thing exists mm -hmm. look at the black family tree all the opportunities he would have to experience a different black family are burnt out of yeah that's true existence yeah but whether it's a nature thing or those people did have influences on him over time like Sirius even though Sirius seems to hate him yeah yeah uh, to that he yeah, also yeah. breaks out there's yeah so there is the thought. that's why i said recirculated is because there's this like outward um, I mean, that's part of it. It's not, it's not like parroting, but it's like, it's like giving power to that discourse of like, it exists. I'm just going to like recall it or restate, restate it. And it is like what I'm going to say, but like when put, so I guess like the theme for me is more of like big talk. And then like what happens when push comes to shove and you have to like do something about it, you know? Well, to me, it's one of the all time great scenes is mm -hmm. when he recounts Regulus's story yeah. because it just... Not, it gives that feeling of like that you have heroes of a story mm -hmm. that there are other people who do yeah. incredible things. Uh, uh, Gethsemane. Gethsemane Prickle. <laughs> to say, she you know, was never part of the order. Yeah. Don't forget, she helped yeah. with the cause. Grim's, Grim Folly's parents get killed. In, yeah, yeah. You know, in this story. Yeah. Not the original war, in this war. Yes. And, and it's like, wow. You get the sort of yeah, our perspective is on parents, this little yeah. group of people because of Harry. It's really on Harry and his surroundings. But that there's so much more going on. And that that one, I just love that scene so much. I, I can, I like feel like I relive it every time I read. But the first time that I read it, I felt like I yeah. still have this imprint of it being such a massive chapter for me. That, yeah, that yeah, one yeah. in the seventh book. Because it was like, yeah, just assume creature is the way that he's been depicted. Right, right. You assume that Hermione is naive and that yeah, Sirius yeah. is right and that like he likes it. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, he, he liked a person and he did something for his <laughs> of, yeah. for a person. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. really intense. Mm -hmm. And then he fights at the end. It's yeah. it's intense. Creature is a great character. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot. And then that that's pretty much the end of the chapter, except for the fact that Dumbledore comes through. Dumbledore, WTF, mate! Yeah. You're not gonna you're gonna stop by and not even say that's when like people come that people we know who like stop and visit in a town. And it's don't amazing say hi to, us. to me, like just kidding, because it really speaks something to me to ancient magic. Oh, where it's like 
Dumbledore does this out of love and care for Harry, uh-huh. but he doesn't invoke ancient magic. He messes up. He d- that mm. is not loving. It's not loving to ignore somebody, even if you think you're doing it for their best interest. The- yeah. Harry deserves Dumbledore to give him attention, to be in his good it, it, in good standing and Why not question he himself. He, he thinks that if that Voldemort is inside of Harry now, Oh, and that if okay. Voldemort realizes that he's close to Dumbledore, closer uh-huh. than headmaster pupil, that he will then use Harry, the connection th- with Harry. To get to Dumbledore? To do anything, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but specifically around Dumbledore or whatever. This is why the ignoring 24, or no, is that six? What? The twenty four seven ignoring, or is that this book? That's this one. That's this book. Okay. Uh, the sixth book is fantastic. It's I my favorite one. Blur five the and sixth six one is no, it's not. Now Harry is I, in on I the know. secrets. Okay, it's yeah, the yeah, pensive. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. The one on one lessons over and over and over again. Okay. No, this one instead of learning occlumency with Dumbledore, she should have. <laughs> he learns it with Snape, which makes oh. Harry question the occlumency, even though Snape appears Snape. when all is said and done to have been doing the actual job. Yeah. Harry questions the training and questions the output of the training of like what is happening to him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't trust Snape and then they eventually attack each other and break mm-hmm. off the training, which was predictable. Yay. That's 400 pages from now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just like, blah, 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 blah. What happens next? And then the Battle of Hogwarts. No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know if Dumbledore really loves and cares for harry but my point is more he thinks dumbledore thinks he's doing this out of love and care and protection but and he's the only one in the world that understands what lily did i mean voldemort kind of Mm -hmm. thinks about it but really understands what lily's sacrifice meant why it's magical protection that there's this deeper thing yeah but he dumbledore still doesn't recognize that what he is doing it isn't going to help harry at all it's not it's not a thing i mean i know not invoking ancient magic but that it's a faux it's it's a faux love it's a faux care it's not actual care actual care is honest well in my opinion always like it can't be couched in lie there is an undercutting of it dumbledore Maybe, well, I don't know. Dumbledore and Snape, I think their actions are both connected to, so Dumbledore might also include James, but like Lily for sure is like basically the thing that Snape cares about or like the motivating thing. Lily is the motivating thing. So similar for Dumbledore, like sure, maybe he has a decent relationship with Harry, but like I feel like for me, Dumbledore has this like obligation to those people, to James and Lily Potter, and also maybe tying to this sacrifice situation. Yeah, there's other things because we already talked about Dumbledore's like head of all these things in the wizarding world. And so it's a lot of stuff is like kind of in the name of good and whatever, and also anti-Voldemort. I don't know like where those levels pan out, but um at this point, I feel like it's more—it's a bigger obligation than to Harry himself, or he doesn't remember Harry himself as a person. I think, and that's kind of like where the decisions—the decisions are kind of more well, calculated and cold, and just like straight it, to the point. It picks of up that. on 
the conversation last week of molly coddling yeah. children and this you said you that could word and every time i keep i think of molly weasley word. i know that's <laughs> yeah. why she's yeah. named that i think but <laughs> the whole series is basically about how does dumbledore treat harry what yeah. does he tell harry mm-hmm. yeah he let him he didn't tell him anything for 11 years until until it was like oh not but, even that he's a wizard by uh i guess magical law or whatever because of this book and quill i guess we must inform you you're going to hogwarts in a month get ready go and then he <laughs> doesn't tell him about the deeper connection he doesn't tell him about the horcruxes until yeah. after he makes this horrible mistake yeah I mean, I have the leverage in my position here of saying that like the story plays out in such a way that clearly honesty would have been a better policy because it is the lack of telling Harry that drives Sirius to die, essentially, this whole process. If you would have told Harry, I would die on this hill for this story. If you tell Harry, Dumbledore, uh, Voldemort wants you to go to the Department of Mysteries because Mm -hmm. there's a prophecy about you. Yeah. He wouldn't go. He would not go. Nothing would pull him. It wouldn't matter if he saw Sirius. He would know that this is either a trick or he needs to like alert everybody. Now, obviously, he tries to alert some people. Yeah. But it's it's just a really interesting piece of it because. Yeah, it's the flaw. It's the flaw in Dumbledore's plan is not seeing Harry as a full person that deserves to know the truth about himself. Now you're making me think about that scene in Snape's Tears yeah, from the movie yeah, where he's like, oh, now you care for the boy or whatever. No. Right. Yeah. But, but I don't know how that, I don't know. I don't remember how Snape's memories actually play out in the book. But what I, what that made me think of is like, what if Dumbledore attempted to not care for Harry because, so people are talking about the prophecy and all this stuff in the chat, like, what if it was just kind of more of like, this is like a contractual, you know, uh, obligation of like, I'm going to whatever deal with this because I'm Dumbledore. And then eventually he starts to care for Harry and is like, okay, we're going to put that buffer, you know. That would be an interesting story. It's possible that is what happens. So like Snape also doesn't really care for Harry. (laughs) But like in the end, it's kind of like he gets real like, whatever about like what, what the actual situation is at hand. There's like a lot, there's, because if you you think about it, you have this kid and he's growing up and like you have this relationship with the kid's parents and it just makes it a very, that relationship with that you have with the child is even more complicated because you had those other relationships. I don't know. Uh, and I think that that, but that's what makes it such a story that we have all connected with. Yeah. It's that even our great heroes, even the great wizard, <laughs> which is a the trope greatest. in story, yeah, makes the huge mistakes huge mistakes yeah and like that snape takes snape like that he doesn't even admit to himself that i mean yeah snape is incredibly (laughs) tragic i do not like snape at all i don't think it forgives any of the things that he chooses to be or do but it, it is it 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 does reveal a deep tragedy and sadness that this person could have been a different person Mm. with a series of different choices that he was on the knife's edge and he just made the wrong choices over and over again until finally he got to his breaking point, which was that the only person that he appears to love 
is murdered by the <laughs> dun, person that he's dun, following. Dun. And so he, mm. so that changes it all, right? That It doesn't take it all back. Yeah. He wishes he could. And it doesn't forgive the fact that he continues to treat mm. Harry like a piece of crap for years, which is insane. But mm. there you have it. Mm-hmm. Hindsight is 50-50. But it does <laughs> reveal that sort of potential that we all have that I think is really sad. Yeah. It's the potential of like, at any time, you could have done something different. You could have told Harry yeah. how you felt about his mother and treated him differently, like a son, like Sirius does. You could have treated Harry that way too, you know? You know? It and that's, does, yeah. to Zira and others' points, like, it, it does circle a bit back on Dumbledore. That wouldn't have gone by Dumbledore's plan because Dumbledore needed Snape to be undercover, yeah, yeah. which, like, but Snape with occlumency, I mean, that's, a to me another ancient magic when we get to it is like the reason Snape can pr- protect that memory, that feeling, that deep of a feeling from Voldemort is because of ancient magic. And like that Voldemort doesn't understand it. So it even, even when yep. Snape says, don't, don't kill Lily. And yeah. Voldemort's like, okay, fine. Who cares? It's just whatever you love her, love her. Yeah. But then he's just like, okay, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> And then, and then Snape says, okay, really. oh, no, okay, I, I'll still follow you. And Voldemort's like, okay, well, I mean, he tests him a couple of times, but he, come on, man. A retelling come of on. it with come my on. origin. Really think about this. Yeah. If you were, if you said, if I said to you, mm-hmm. don't kill Winnie. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you did. Oh, my God. And then I was like, oh, it's Okay. No, you're you're right. No, but I, I care follow. about. Winnie. I know, I know. But you get the point. <laughs> the, the circle, yes, yes. No, the okay. circle of it, of oh. sort of like that. That it's so mind-boggling. Only an oh idiot God. would think that Snape actually still follows him. Only an idiot would think that. The or somebody, Voldemort. Who is no? All of himself. his other Death Eaters don't trust Snape. Oh, that's true. That's Bellatrix true. That's true. Doesn't. That's true. Yes. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. They're all like. I don't know about this. And they don't even know the whole story. Yeah. They just think Snape is too close to Dumbledore. They don't know about Lily, although they they should. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Sagical Theory Podcast time. Until next time. What's ready? ready?